0: Far away, chops and gravy, watching TV, Mike and Suzanne, and poor old Tina. Hey. and welcome to the Whovian Review. I'm Michael. I'm Shelby. Colin reporting for duty. And I am Jace. And tonight we're going to hit the 200th episode of Doctor Who known
1: as Planet of the Dead. Oh, is
2: that why the bus had 200
1: on it? Yes. (laughs) No way. Like just coming out of our like 200th podcast. Like is this all a coincidence? I think not, maybe. (laughs) Something timey wimey out there in the universe.
0: The, The number 200. Hey, by the way, they actually went overseas and
1: filmed in Dubai. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, it was a beautiful desert. Oh yeah, I definitely, you know, if I was one of the actors on Doctor Who, you know, I'd, I'd put my, I'd raise my hand up to go to Dubai at the computer.
2: I don't think they were short on okay. volunteers.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then they just had to go to a desert in the middle of Dubai, which I, I don't know if that's as exciting as actually going to Dubai. Well, they probably had to land in the, in Dubai. Like, airport. They probably stayed at, like, a hotel or something, not just, like, randomly went to Dubai for, like, two hours and left. (laughs) I would hope so, yes. Um, Interestingly enough, fun fact about this episode is that when they actually were transferring the double-decker London bus to Dubai, it actually was damaged, which is why there's so much damage to the bus in the actual program. They couldn't go back and get another bus, so they just kept the damage with it and put it in the story.
2: Oh, really? So, that, like, there wasn't going to be a thing about the bus got nope. damaged?
0: No, because <laughs> typically lightning wouldn't, I mean, if it goes through a, or some sort of electrical charge
1: goes through a car, it doesn't damage it like that. Well, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, we maybe, haven't had a lot of evidence of different vehicles going through wormholes.
2: Yeah, it was <laughs> true. It, the doctor did point out that it's a little different from electricity.
0: It is, but, I mean, that was the, that was what they were going through. You to. also
2: don't see a lot of lightning strikes turn someone into a skeleton,
0: No, and that was pretty uh, graphic there. I felt sorry for that poor bus driver. But a lot of people probably thought he had it coming when he decided to take diamonds from Lady Christina just to take her on (laughs) board. I feel like that was,
2: you know, could be a reasonable decision for someone who's, you know, hard on their luck, doesn't have, you know, a lot going for them and really needs the money, I mean.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. That would probably make sense. But, uh Wow, here we go. The Planet of the Dead. What does everybody think of this one? I thought the monster,
2: like the the creatures, were kind of a cool concept. Um, Just that, you know, that they eat the metal things and they're able to, like, transfer that and make an exoskeleton out of it and then use it to generate, you know. The generation of wormhole things was a little bit hard, but, like, the creatures, you know, themselves were kind of a cool idea.
0: The, the whole generating a wormhole was kind of like Superman flying around Earth and then actually making it go
1: backwards in time. But they weren't that fast. You know, we could see them in the distance. It took a long time. We knew the storm was approaching for a long time yeah. before we knew what the storm really was. And it the looked storm like, was a
3: swarm. And it looked like the Doctor was able to like outrun it to a small degree towards the end.
2: Yeah, in fact, that whole scene where they make the bus fly like that... Lasted way too long. They were like, "Oh my god, we have to get out of here immediately." Yeah. let's fly up to like a, a unnecessary height <laughs> and let's chill out and let's like have a conversation and then let's wait till they get really close and then let's go. It's like they could have prevented all of those things from getting in. It. Well,
1: it's nice to know that if you go like up to like an extraordinary height, you know, on that planet, when you go through the war home on Earth, you're right where you should be. You know, coming out on the street, more or less. They were
2: no, they they were still flying.
1: They were flying, but they were flying maybe two or three feet off the yeah, ground that's when they true. were like forty yards, you know, up there or something. But I, I think what it is is when you take the time to use movie magic or TV magic to make buses fly, you don't want buses fly to fly for just a few seconds. You want to milk that for all. It's worth. Yeah,
3: that's
2: true.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was it was interesting, just kind of watching it like for what it actually was like stepping out of yourself, it's like, okay, this is a flying bus in the middle of London. Kind of cringe, not going to lie.
1: I thought it was kind of cool. Like I, I thought it was interesting, kind of like an inspiring moment, especially at the very end where Christina was going off like on the bus, because I feel like that's usually the view that we see of the doctor. The doctors, they're like, oh, I'm off on my TARDIS now. Or, you know, I'm flying over on my hot air balloon. (laughs) In this, yeah, ridiculous,
2: slightly broken
1: machine. (laughs) And this time the rogue of the party, you know, resident thief, you know, comes in and just floats away on a grand scale. And everyone looks up and is like, oh, my goodness.
3: What did we think of those fly-like creatures? Because I thought they were kind of interesting. Like, you see them like, pop up out of nowhere, and then, oh, let's kill these boys, and then it's like, oh, never mind, we're helpless, and then they just become friends. It's just It was just weird.
2: I liked that part. I didn't like the part where they, you know, just got killed off. I just felt like that was lazy. They brought these characters in and they just decided they didn't need him anymore, so they wrote him out. I think and it makes sense. It. Which I
1: characters? Mean,
2: the, the flies. They weren't so. the
3: main characters. They were just bystanders. Yeah,
2: like, but, they, like, both of them died, and they died really quickly, and there was, like, no real drug around for a while.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, th- I like how, like, that one character died and the other bug guy really was like, no, that was my boy, and then tries to fight him off, even though he probably knew he had no chance, but, like, wanted to take that sacrifice.
0: So I feel like it made sense. Okay, that's fair. It makes sense, but also it would have been nice if one of them had gotten back to Earth. Yeah, so that way... I would have
2: liked to see one of them get back to Earth, I guess. The
0: and then do 19. what? Live his perfect bud no, life the and the let like doctor doctor the doctor would have taken him,
2: him I'm
3: on kidding. the TARDIS I'm back
0: kidding. to somewhere. <laughs> i kidding. I just thought that was funny. Although they would, I'm sure the humans, the unit would probably be like, hmm, let's look at this guy <laughs> for a minute. The fact that
3: unit was literally just going to be like, you know what? The doctor has saved us many times. Screw him. Leave him.
2: Well, it was really just that one chick that was. Yeah, it was but, nice to see um, Malcolm and just like stand up for himself. He was like, just... "I
3: will die" instead of betraying this man that he apparently was in love with, but did not kiss, which I find amazing. Well,
2: I don't think it was, it was he was in love. I think that they <laughs> yeah, didn't I have him kiss him because it was more of a, an admiration thing, and they wanted to be very clear yeah. about that. He was, a, <laughs> I he know, was but I just boy. thought it would have been fun. But, yeah,
3: he was like, "Doctor, you are everything I ever wanted to." be. Meet and I can't believe I'm your best friend. Yeah, it's like
1: how I would, you know, like to hold up in a Milgram experiment, Just, you know, stand up to authority and do what should be clearly the right thing at the same time. I hope I'm one of those people, Lee but, Evans. You know, that's it's, that's hard. You know, on a grand scale, of like oh, the Earth, the our sector of the universe may be in danger. You don't do this right <laughs> now. You know, it's hard to stand up to that.
0: I would say uh, Lee Evans, who played Malcolm, is uh, a very famous British comedian. Um, and I think he was I mean sometimes these kind of parts can actually fail miserably but I think in this case just because he was so positive and his reactions were so genuine-seeming. It was so cute. I feel like we all could relate to him to a small degree. Yeah, I think that's what they were going
2: for. Yeah, but I see your point. Like, that is a character who easily could have been extremely
1: irritating, but he managed to line and just be adorable. Mm-hmm. Well, it was yes. great. You know, he, he had a real connection with the doctor without ever meeting him. You know, and there was some brilliant shared and some camaraderie. Although I can't just get myself, you know, from looking at him as like the... Uh, you know, the fraud of a doctor on, you know, that's something about Mary. Oh,
0: yeah. I think I'd like to point out um, one really cool fact about this story is that it kind of mimics the story of Midnight and that the doctor's trapped on a bus of sorts and has to deal with the people that are on the bus. But in this case, the doctor actually has learned from his experience in midnight not to be the one to take full charge immediately, even though he's about to. He kind of let Christina just I don't avoid. think he learned his lesson. I think that he would have taken charge immediately if she hadn't stepped up. I but I think also that he he I mean the doctor normally would probably kind of override that. I think in this case he's like, you know what? Let me just let her take over. <laughs> And I, I can, I, I can think appreciate it was also
3: that. him just kind of like seeing her because you know he always has like an eye out for a companion, like low key without admitting it. So he was like, "I want to see what this ballsy chick is made of." Yeah.
1: But then I don't want to accept her if she's made of everything. It would have been a perfect character to be the rogue of the party and been a bit of great foil to the doctor and some morality bends and been a great value add for stealth, message, for stealth missions. Like I, I, I don't know.
2: I, 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 I disagree on the foil to the Doctor part. I think that's actually why, you know, what would kind of be the problem with her as a companion is I feel like she'd come off... feel Like, the the pair would come off a little bit flat because she's very much like the Doctor in, like, a lot of very, you know, specific ways that would come up a lot. So she's it,
3: too
1: dominant, I guess, of a companion?
2: Well... Yeah, and well, she's dominant in the same ways as the Doctor,
1: you know? I don't know. I look at it, like, as a, you know, and I'm going into the future here a little bit. Like, a Clara, in many ways, like, seems like on the Doctor's level in terms Well, well of
2: but Clara still was there as, you know, like the Doctor said, she's his carer. She cares so he doesn't have to, you know? Like, Christina didn't have that aspect of bringing the, you know, the humanity, the... I think, I think she pushed the Doctor to in another
1: direction, you know, to be a little uh, dangerous. Or risk a you know skirt the rules a little bit here and there, which the doctor does, you know, not to say that it doesn't, but I think it's it's just the same thing, just in a push on the opposite scale, and I think it'd be really interesting to see. They could
0: also have conflict between the two of them where they both are trying to take the lead each time, and obviously <laughs> the doctor's like, come on, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I that, that sounds point. like right
1: for you know hilarity and you know,
0: I don't know, I can see both yeah. sides though because I think. I think Lady Christina also kind of becomes one-dimensional, and she's always got the the leadership part of it, and that's yeah. I guess kind of it for her. Uh, she flirts a little bit with the Doctor, but...
1: And kisses him. Well, yeah, she does well, kiss him. I think if you take any companion on their very first episode, and just one episode, you know, especially if they weren't already primed to be a long-term companion, I think it's pretty easy to say that they're one-note characters. I think you really do need to see that development over time. true. Um, to, you know, really delve into the character and all the intricacies and, and what drives them, why why they are having her.
0: And Christina could have
1: actually gone on a, like, a growth with the Doctor. He could have taught her, you know, like, to what an intriguing past. Like, I want to hear a little bit more about this uh, world-class thief who thieves for fun. She was
0: kind of an interesting... I mean, she was she was fun. She was a fun character to bring on board for this kind of fun story. They, even the Russell T. Davis was like, yeah, I wanted to have one last fun story during the David Tennant era, and this is definitely what we went for. We went for fun. We weren't trying to go for the biggest plot or anything, and I can see so this that. This is
3: the last fun episode of David Tennant, so all I have now to look forward to is just like plummeting agony.
2: Three
3: episodes.
1: There's only three more. Jesus. Spoilers. Spoilers. I didn't know where we were in this David Tennant. Like, I didn't even know what episode we're on. I'm just watching it. Well, it wasn't just Christina. We had other good characters in the mix here, too. Oh, Um, well, we
0: had um, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, who played Barkley.
1: Yeah, and I thought that was really cool, too, because this is... Before he was in, you know, at least anything relevant, you know, mm-hmm. to, to my mind. But since then, he's been in Black Mirror, which I associate him the most with. He's been in Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. Um, and he has something else that just came out. It's like Judas and the Black Messiah. I haven't seen it at all, but I think I he's first like— first saw him in Get Out. He's taking show. Oh, him. Get Out, too. Yeah, he was— yeah. Yeah. Which he still have yeah, not seen right yeah, and so it almost seemed like this kind of started to springboard like his career into other things mm-hmm. and places. We
3: see him in his baby stages, his fetal stages.
0: We also had Nathan, who kind of was the kind of, he almost could have been, become a good friend to Barkley because they went on this adventure and they kind of hung out. And The doctor was recommending the two of them for being unit soldiers towards the end.
2: It would be neat if like those two showed up and actually had become unit soldiers and like yeah. made a reappearance.
0: I think I think they would have. Maybe they could have a little spinoff. It's never too late.
1: You know. Well, I think Barclay has better things to do.
0: <laughs> you mean the, the actor.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's an English actor. He Doctor Who got his start. I bet he would love to come back to for an episode. I, I'm sure it wouldn't be a huge demand on his schedule. Today. 60th anniversary special. One little episode. You know, Nathan and Barclay. With UNIT. Do something. I make another Black Panther or do
3: I do
0: a 20-minute episode?
1: You can do both. <laughs> hey,
0: if you're in the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who special, you'd, you'd probably be happy. Yeah. I sure would be. I said twenty minutes. I meant forty five. We kind of had a side plot with the the police sergeant and the DI and all them trying to go after Lady Christina, That's so true. she had stolen this artifact. And I must admit that when she was in the museum,
1: she takes off her mask, which wow. is stupid, wow. while you're she's in, in the, the museum. museum. You said that at the same time. No. shit. She does it yeah. for thrills. It's not for the gold. It's not to get away with it. It's for adventure. What is a more adventurous move that's in line with her character? Uh, I Yeah, but that's a really stupid thing to do. Well,
2: well so was leaving yeah. the, the waving cat that made a noise and alerted them to the fact that the thing was messy. Uh, yeah, that
0: was kind of, well, yeah, that does I seem...
2: mean,
3: Colin's
0: right. It tracks for her character.
3: Okay, yeah. It just, just kind of, I think, promotes the idea that she's kind of just doing this because why not?
0: I mean, she could have taken it off right when she walked out the door, too, though.
3: Well, yeah, or other people was, would know.
0: Maybe that's a robber, but maybe they just wanted to do the hair flick and just kind of show off the the new person.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. and, and I think we're missing like we're over glossing like another important character here, Carmen, the resident psychic coming in. Usually in in you know Doctor Who, psychics are all on paper. This one's a, a real person.
0: Yeah. I, it's the I guess she, I don't know what country she was from, but it sounded like sounded like a Jamaican or yeah. Caribbean Jamaican, kind of a yeah accent to it. It just seems like a trope to have that be the person who has the psychic ability. It does. It I definitely agree. does. And and that's an unfortunate and, thing. And
2: and it was like there were definitely points where it was interesting, but for most of the time when she's having her predictions, it was like just like, overplayed. It was just like, you know, we know that the, the Doctor and Christina are running for their lives right now. We don't need her sitting in the bus screaming right. run. You know, like, like it was just like they wanted to constantly, like, remind us that there was this woman here who... <laughs> I, thought I, honestly, I thought it was fun.
1: Honestly, I thought it put, like, another layer of ominousness, you know, over everything, because the Doctor usually gets out of every situation, and, you know, we saw this person could kind of tell the future or see through things, and... It didn't seem well through her eyes. I thought it did a lot to just kind of set the seriousness of the episode, and the situation.
2: Well, and then plus, of course, she makes a prediction at the daughter right at, at the doctor right at the end.
1: Yes, this. Oh yeah, out. four
3: knots. Yeah, he will knock four times. That's four kind of knocks shadowing. <laughs> at least we know it's not Sheldon. Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Do we? Well, he does three knots.
0: No, he doesn't. Does he? Yeah, no, he nine. does lots of notes.
3: Well, it's like, like you know, shut up. He, he says the name
0: three. Oh, it's <laughs> like nine, yeah. Nine. Well, I was like close. Nine yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I hate <laughs> you all.
1: Um,
0: but I think I mean I don't have a problem with Car- going back to Carmen. I don't have a problem with her, the actress that was. In no, her. I thought she did pretty well. I think what I think I do agree that she was overused. Maybe when she just first got there, she sensed the death and destruction, but then. We didn't need to be constantly reminded.
2: Yeah, and I kind of felt like that was a little bit of a running theme in this whole episode, that it didn't need to be quite as long as it was. Like, I liked a lot of, like, the things that happened, but it just seemed like there was a lot of unnecessary filler. Like, this story could have been told without cutting out anything With you know a lot less time. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, here's the reason. Probably the main reason why they actually extended some of the times, especially when they were on the desert, was this was the very first Doctor Who episode to be filmed in true HD. Really? And that was what they were going for. They wanted to kind of have these sweeping camera movements. They wanted to show off cinematography. They wanted to show off what they could do with something. And the creatures actually had some. Oh, the creatures were cool. Yeah.
1: And they probably didn't want to lose the the ad revenue of having such a shorter episode.
0: Yeah, no, this was supposed to be a longer episode on purpose because it, it was a special. Matter of fact, this was a season of specials almost. There were five Ooh. five separate episodes that were longer. Like it's, I think they were seventy five minutes long.
1: Almost as special as Chops and Gravy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they, but um, but I see your point. This could have been told. It's kind of like an old John Pertwee six-parter that mm-hmm. could go on and, on and on and on and on and on and on, but could have probably been a four-parter easily.
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually kind of felt like... Like, I liked the the fly people. I thought that they kind of had an interesting little thing, but they didn't really need to be in, in this story.
1: <laughs> I mean, they could be reimagined in a lot of different ways. It could be conceptualized even as a storm, and I think it would work, but... Um, I appreciate the little, the little change up in it. I wish I like learned a little bit more about yeah their anatomy, just a little bit more like maybe how they fly and they float about. What if they don't fly and that's just your assumption based on how they look? Yeah, maybe they just pr- project like hallucinogens, you know, in front of them and everybody, it makes everyone think that they're flying. Are you talking about the metal
2: creatures or yeah, the metal flies?
1: creatures. Okay. Oh, we were talking about the flies. Oh, I, that's I
2: think very the,
0: confusing, you know. I think the flies are actually really well put in. I think I think it was they nice were just kind of there, another... and I liked that a little. bit. <laughs> well, actually,
2: they, no, that's what I crashed. didn't like about them is the fact that like they didn't really move the plot along. Like like the Doctor and Christina could have come across their crashed ship, and they could have not been on it, and everything in the plot would have happened exactly the same. Like they had no impact on it, and they were kind of just well, thrown in and out. And like I would have liked them to either have stronger like emotional connection with with us and you know be a bigger part or not be there at all and be saved for something else
3: well what they kind of
0: they saved someone
2: yeah well so, they kind of were i mean they stumbled
3: upon it they like held a gun to them and then it was through meeting these people that they realized oh this is who these people are and it was through their ship true. that they acquired the equipment they needed to escape that's
1: true. yeah and that's, that's like where they made the connection like oh yeah they're aliens i'm aliens this is an alien thing and we're just that
3: up, okay. And okay, even before that's fair.
1: that too, I, I think it's you know a, a nice quick distractor. Like we think this is the main enemy. Maybe this is the enemy. Maybe this is the problem. It was a nice here. distraction but, because at the beginning you saw
3: these characters. You didn't see those flying, you know, stingrays or whatever they were. Right. <laughs> and
1: honestly, like we could have humanized these characters in the same amount of time if we had the translation or had them speak English or had some, you know, more anthem. Morphs facial features, but I, yeah, think I think it was a it was a deliberate decision to humanize them less and to really force that connection, really just through you know common goals, means, and I, I guess a common language deal. But,
3: yeah, like it was kind of one of those
1: episodes where you
3: didn't need to like understand them to like recognize that they're just in an awful predicament and that they need to work together to get out of it. Like, they provided the Doctor with very essential information, or at least just their existence. He was able to put together, oh, this is what these creatures do, and this is what's happening, and this is what's coming toward us, and here's why. Okay, I can see that, then. Without them being there, it would have just been the Doctor in a desert seeing a storm coming that they didn't know why or what they did or even that that was a planet before.
1: Well, it is a planet now, but, like, a city. It makes it less of a mystery without having that layer that you have to go through, you know, to see and solve it.
0: Well, the, I think Shelby's point was that the doctor's smart enough to be able to find all that information out on the ship, and so having the having the ship there crashed makes sense, and maybe having some dead bodies. Well, they'd probably not even be dead bodies; they'd just be piles of sand. Piles, piles of, sand. of sand, but having that, and then maybe having like a recording of them be there to kind of give like a little history or something but i don't know i didn't mind them well i i i I will say i disagree with shelby though i think they add another layer to make it seem like they may actually be the problem or the cause of what's going on at first yeah because when i first saw it i was like oh are these the bad guys Um, Which is great because they turn out not to be and they're just as bad off as the Doctor. This actually reminded me a lot of the first
3: episode of Doctor Who back in, you know, the first Doctor era where you had that first episode and then the end of the episode kind of alluded to something just standing there in the desert that you couldn't really see.
0: (laughs) True. Yeah, we had that issue. Talk about a lot of sand. Having to film this must have been a little bit difficult with wearing long pants and socks and shoes and everything. Oh, man, in a
2: full suit. I'm
0: just
1: glad I didn't need to clean out
0: the engine and the air filter. (laughs) Uh, That was... Must have been been fun.
2: I, I really liked how Christina just kept calling the doctor the doctor be like, oh, yeah, my friend, you you know, oh, hey, the doctor, why don't you stand up here and...
0: Well, that's how he introduced himself. I know, I know. I always always wanted a character to do that. (laughs) Well, because she also asked him, like, five times in a row, your surname, your, what's your name, what's your first name? The doctor. It's just the doctor, the doctor, the doctor, so Mm -hmm. go on with that. Less consistent. (laughs) All right, well, I guess it's time to rate. Ratings!
1: all right so i'll I'll just jump into it guys i know you're all eager to share but i'm gonna i'm gonna spearhead this endeavor and give my own rating spin on this episode of doctor who planet of the dead um this is this is a fun episode i think it's a good romp i think it can be a, a very good standalone episode could be in just about any time you could put probably a little doctor a lot of doctors in here too Um, But I think it had a a core group of interesting characters. Um, Not everyone, you know, had the same spotlight that I think Christina had, but I really enjoyed her influence and her chemistry with the Doctor um, to the point that it made me saddened that we didn't get a little bit more of her. Um, I feel like if the Doctor was in a different place in his life, a slightly different mindset at the time, if he wasn't grieving um, some of his best friends, then um, we would have seen, you know, a Christina... Um, along for the ride in the long term, um, so I, I do feel like that's something we're almost missing out on. But um, this was fun. I like being in, uh, tr- being transported into a, a whole other place in the universe, um, and coming back. You know, flying buses. You know, out of some sort of like Harry Potter esque kind of a thing. I think that was that was interesting. Um, but you know, all in all, it's 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 not going to be one that I come back and I, I think about again and again. But I enjoyed watching it through. Um the you I'm sure you could con- con- condense things. I think you always can. I think there's you know typically some things that you can improve upon, but um all in all, I think this is a solid solid fun episode For me, it's getting a seven out of ten.
3: Wow, um, okay, so I thought this episode was okay. I mean, what are words? I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna agree with Colin and give it a seven as well. It was okay. It could have been a lot shorter, yet still proved the point. However, I thought it was funny just to throw in characters that didn't make sense, but also did make sense. I thought it was interesting to have, you know, a companion who kind of slightly reminds me a little bit of River, probably in the fact that, you know, you know, you know, River, um, (laughs) But yeah, I just I don't think that they would be a good couple together. And it was just kind of upsetting at first seeing the doctor being like, yeah, I don't like you go be arrested. And then at the last minute, he just like, Boop, run enter your bus or TARDIS, as you wish to call it. But yeah, I guess I guess I'll just go to seven.
2: All right. I thought, um, man, I didn't like Christina. Oh. I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> I, I I didn't like her. She she was you know selfish and arrogant and you know just kind of mean and heartless through, consistently throughout the entire episode. She's sitting there, she hears, you know, an entire planet of 100 billion people get wiped out and she's like, oh god, they're in my hair. And, you know, she's just like, oh, I can save my life and the life of all these people and the entire planet Earth, ooh, but I have to give up my cup? Oh, uh, I don't know what to do. This other guy's, like, sprinting from the back of the bus to give up his, you know, watch for it, you know? Poor guy, because it, it wasn't gold, me. but, you know, it was just, and like, just everything like her motivations to the whole thing she was only out for herself she was out for adventure and it just she just didn't really seem to have you know any particular like nice or kind characteristics at all throughout it and i just kind of felt that she really sucked um, but in addition to that, I thought the story was, you know, it was, it was relatively solid. I mean, it was a little bit mundane, um, which is kind of surprising given we had flying stingray creatures, a giant wormhole and like unit blasting an entire arsenal up into the sky, shooting things down. Like, I mean, uh, th- there was a lot in here to like too, though, there were a lot of really funny moments and, um, it was enjoyable, but I'm going to give this one a six point five. It's not one that uh, I tend to come back to. I have to disagree
0: with all three of you. I do not think this is a solid story. I think this is a story that was just a bunch of running around and trying to escape a planet that's going to eat you alive. I can't um, say it was solid. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I stand corrected. I might have. I, I think I did, yeah. I oh, I, I just
2: meant solid in the sense that it didn't have any, like, gaping plot holes. And I meant
1: solid in the sense that I enjoyed it, and all the things that they strung together were enjoyable enough for me to digest and sustain my attention in a meaningful way. So I what did you I mean by solid? It was
0: kind of boring and cheesy. I, fe- I feel like there wasn't really much of a plot, is my point. Is yeah. that there is no solid plot. There, it's more just a... a, a a few circumstances that happen along the way, and granted, I love David Tennant's performance in this. He's having a, the time of his life in in this episode. I, I can tell. Malcolm is a bonus um, in Doctor Who world, and Good I think show. I think that would be a great uh, spin-off if you had unit with Kate Stewart, and Malcolm, and Barclay, and the you know, Osgood pred- the predecessor
2: <laughs> 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 exactly.
0: Um, but I think uh, <clears throat> I think. The rest of it's just kind of there. It's it's not the I, I mean, a bunch of space stingrays go eating you and, and that's basically it. There's not much substance. I would have liked to have had more story with the fly like creatures. I think that would have been something that, yeah. far more interesting if there was some sort of like they save the the doctor or they save um Lady Christina, in some way that or or vice versa, and that allows one of them to come back and then go off with the doctor. that would be a great companion why why not have an alien for a change um even if it's just for one episode but there's there's a lot that you there's a lot of potential, but a whole lot not taken with that potential there's some good moments and don't get me wrong there are some, it's a fun episode um but I'm gonna give this a five point five out of 10 because I don't think it really stands up to anything that surrounds it. Um, Especially um, if you look at series four.
1: Wow. You got me. I'm dropping mine down to a six. I'm sticking where I am. Me too. There's a lot of what I liked about it. And honestly, a lot of where you went into Christina, she's mean, she's not redeeming. Those are the things that I found interesting about her relationship with the doctor. Typically the doctor is not mean. He does not, you value himself and selfishness over others. And I really thought that dynamic was interesting. And more so, I thought that this episode would set her up to be a really wonderful dynamic character. Where we could see yeah. her change over time. I could see uh, things them. like that. Like, she would never be a static character, you know, with the doctor. She couldn't be. And that, that's why I thought it would be interesting. And that's why I thought they did have good chemistry um, throughout they the did. episode. Um, And I valued that, and I think that sustained my attention well. I got to dream about, you know, the the futures that these these two could be having. Um, But you're right, there was some disconnect in some of the main plot lines, but honestly, I think a lot of that can be par for the course in Doctor Hill. It's not always the case, but I, I almost go in with the expectation that a few different things will be strung along, and there'll be a distractor in the middle, you know, to go towards, you know, the real enemy and the real problem in the end. Um, So I thought, you know, the formula was um, very consistent with Doctor Who in general. And I thought, you know, bringing in Malcolm, I I liked a little bit of play in the psychic. I thought Christina was interesting in the chemistry with the Doctor. And I liked, you know, A Devouring Planet. And even if they weren't fleshed out, you know, flying scorpion manta rays that are metal were pretty cool. And I liked them. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I scarfed it up. It went down smooth for me. And I'd uh, I I'd drink it again in another day. But I'll probably wait a few years to finish it.
2: But yeah, you know, I think that's a really great analogy because I think that you and Michael have kind of hit on the point that this episode feels a little bit like it was dropped in the blender. Like, there's just, like, a bunch of different, like, good ingredients that were just kind of tossed together and been like, ah, there's an episode.
3: I think that was the honestly the best way to describe it because the reason I still stand by my seven is, it, is because... I liked the idea we had these fly characters posing as the enemy, but they actually weren't. And then there's just, like, this swarm of mysteriousness that just kind of eats up planets and, like, leaves them to, like, dust. However, there was, like, you know, that girl companion who just was, like, kind of selfish. It was interesting working or watching the doctor deal with someone like her. Um, I mean, I just felt like there was a lot there. It just wasn't done well, but I really still loved, like, the idea behind it. Minus the flying bus. Yeah, I th- like, wouldn't I that it be awful. cool
1: just like have the doctor be like tempted and kinda like try to persuade it by other people to try and steal things or do something for himself, you know, with with the TARDIS? I, I just I don't know. I think that could be cool. And maybe this is more about dreams of possibilities than just this episode. But that's that's always what I like about most about Doctor Who when it makes me think.
2: Well, I think that the the doctors, you know, always worried about falling over the cliff and cliff into being evil. So he picks his companions so that they keep dragging him back to the side of good.
0: Possibly. But I mean, the doctor sometimes also could potentially want to help someone or to change them or try and make them better. Um, I, I just feel like that's too much for him to do right now, given where he oh, is. Oh yeah, no. After what he's gone through, yeah. yeah but what I does mean, right now mean to the doctor? Well, I mean he's don't. just. <laughs> Good point. But I mean, it, in his timeline, the doctors just lost um, Donna Noble, so it's. He's not in the best of places to take someone on, so I think that's the the crutch of the whole thing. He doesn't want to take on Lady Christina, not because he doesn't think that they're compatible. I mean, obviously I they 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 he he likes what they did together, and he sees a little bit of himself in her because they're he's talking about stealing the TARDIS. I was going to bring people. that up. I thought that was kind of concerning. Like, oh, you're this person
3: I don't know. That's just a random thief, like. But at the same Me time... Me too. Cool, cool. We have something in common. Let's go. And at the like at the end, your prominent point, Shelby, it's like, okay, listen, woman, you will die if you don't sacrifice this weird, like, old goblet that you have. And she had to still sit there and think about it while she has the lives of, like, a bunch of people on the bus. Like, she was contemplating whether or not to kill a bunch of people for some, like, old gold.
1: That was, like, a couple seconds worth of, you know, I did I something know, but, like, still. I know, but, like, still...
0: I guess it, it's maybe that's part of her adventure. She likes to. She may had that kind of river song archaeologist kind of vibe that she she really likes
1: old things or antiques or things. She that just are... wanted the money. Yeah, I mean, maybe, she did. She valued history, but even I, if you're if even if you're just looking at it in dollars, and who knows what was really in the in the trueness of her heart? But you know, with. 18 you know million pounds think about how many lives you could possibly save um I mean, but if
2: they didn't use the thing probably then worth those more than monsters eight would come go to earth and turn it into a desert by eating everyone and everything on it and then make a wormhole and go off somewhere else and do the same thing so like literally it was the entire fate of our whole planet
1: yeah, and it, it took her, like, literally a couple of seconds to make that realization. You're right. In my head you know, head it my have the seconds for really
0: eternity. She may have also been contemplating, is there anything else on this bus that's gold that we, we could use in those few seconds? I mean, there's. she's a thinker. She is not someone who is just stupid and just sits back and, think, and lets everybody else think for herself. So there could have been... Her mind could have just been wandering, just trying to figure out what else can I do because I'm not trying to get rid of this thing. But obviously... Ultimately, she she ends up surviving, so... <laughs> that, in and of itself, is a lesson for her. I guess. Interesting. Well, tell us what you think if you want. You can obviously message us on Facebook or at Review at com. And we're watching the skies for carrier pigeons, too, so... <laughs> or you can just fly over in your TARDIS and just kind of... Uh, Oh, yes, do that. Please send, please send it do that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a great night, everybody. We'll see you all later.
1: Bye. Goodbye.